live on Facebook, live on your page, the Casey Sampson team. So good morning, everybody. Welcome to Coffee with Casey, where we are going to look at a couple of things. You know, it's funny, every, every morning, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a great, you can't miss this, you can't miss this, this is important stuff. Once again, this is important stuff. So first thing I want to talk about, there's two people that are going to be speaking today. There's old Casey Sampson, who's going to, you know, poo-poo an idea, but I'm going to tell you why. And then there's the new Casey Sampson, the Ted Lasso Casey Sampson, where we're going to talk about all the good things and all the nice things. And those of you that have seen Ted Lasso know what I'm talking about, okay? He's always positive, great guy. That's going to be Casey Sampson number two on the second half of the show. So let's talk about um, one of what I would say is the worst ideas um, in real estate market, okay? Let me see how to put this. If you were going to sell your house, would you want to tell five people, 10 people, or would you want to say it, say it to 10,000 people? How many people would you want to introduce your home to? Well, you'd want to introduce your home to 10,000 people, right? You'd want to tell 10,000 people because, you know, you might hit that one person in a penthouse in New York City that would really love your house. And the only one that's willing to pay $1.6 million for the only way to find that guy is to open it up to the biggest market you possibly can. Now, the way real estate works is there are two commissions. There's one for the listing agent and there's one for the selling agent. So the listing agent may make two or two and a half percent of the sale and the selling agent will make two and a half percent of the sale, right? So there are greedy, greedy realtors, greedy teams and greedy companies that want both sides. They wanna get the 2% or the two and a half percent for listing it or three and the two and a half for selling. They want both sides. They're very greedy. Now for them, that's really good, right? Getting both sides is great. I mean, on a million dollar house, that's five or 50,000 bucks, $60,000. Great for the realtor, bad for the seller. Because if it, it's called an exclusive listing, I'm just going to open yours up to my office, my friends, my buyers, my buyer pool, my internal buyer pool. Your internal buyer pool, I don't give a, I don't care if you're Debbie Dragle or the Reynolds team. Your buyer pool is only 5% or 3% of the market. That's all it is. I, I looked one time, the Reynolds team sells 5% of their own listings. Well, that's a, a tiny, tiny portion, but they're trying. They're trying to introduce it to all their people. They're trying to sell it to their own, to their own agents. Um, Debbie Dragle does the same thing, but that's introducing a listing to a very small group because they're trying to get both commissions. It is bad for the seller. It is good for the agent, okay? So we list a house. We want to see 10,000 people. Sometimes a buyer will come to us and say, we want to write the contract through you because there's going to be five contracts and you would have the inside track. And that's true. And because we may get both sides from time to time, then we keep our commissions low, four and a half, right? So... So that helps, and that's not a bad thing. But to introduce it to a market, to sell it, you know, have you ever heard somebody say, I sold my house in five hours? I sold my house in one day, right? So I would never sell a house in one day. You just, you can't. There, there, let me say never, but 
it, it would have to be extenuating circumstances. Nobody else is looking at it. Nobody loves it. Nobody wants it. It's in bad shape. You're paying me more money. It's all cash. You got 100%, $100,000 um, deposit that's non-refundable. Would I take that after a day? Absolutely, I'd take that after a day. But under most circumstances, it's got to get through the weekend. We've got to have as many people as humanly possible. Why? Because one contract that may be a great contract is the only contract. I've already told everybody the most important contract is the backup contracts and the backup to the backup. Because if we have multiple contracts and the first person, for whatever reason, family emergency, cold feet, lose their job, um, get a sneak a home inspector in there and not like what they see, for whatever reason, if they kick out, you've got nothing. You've got to go back on the market. Trust me, the hardest thing to do is go back on the market, right? So we need to not just like, I'm getting ready to meet with sellers in half hour. Could we put it on? Sure. At this number? Sure. Could we probably get under contract? Yeah, chance are 80, 90% it's going to go under contract. But are we going to have a bunch of backup contracts? No. So we've got to drop it to another level so that we can encourage so many people that we have backup contracts and backups to the backups. Because we don't want to get in that downward spiral of only having one buyer, right? Are we going to get our list price? Probably. So let me tell you the number. The number is 1.35. We're going to probably get it, probably one contract at where we're sitting right now, right? But the choice is if we go to 1.3 million and launch coming soon or launch our listing at that number, now you're going to have 25 people walk in four or five contracts, 1.375, backup, 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 backup. So it's a lot to get to at least 135 plus 1375 or 14, you know? You get enough buyers in there, 1.4. So anyways, so you, you have to take the safe route and that is opening up to as many people as possible. So again, let's talk about this. You've heard me say predictive analysis. At 1.3, let's say our buyer pool is 130 people. I mean, at 1.35, it's 130 people. We want to open up the, the buyer pool in the MLS, right? 10,000 are going to see it, but the buyer pool is 130. So when you go to 1.3, the buyer pool goes to 240, 280, 300, 325, 350. So you see the more people that are registered in that MLS, the better. So anyways, you know, the advice will, and again, I leave it up to sellers, but the advice is probably... I'm 80 to 90% sure we're going to get a contract at that number. But at 1.3, it's 100%. We're going to get multiple contracts, get over the 1.35 and, and try and touch as close as we can to 1.4 and have backup contracts and be safe. So in this market, you're going to see what I'm talking about here in about five seconds. I'm going to move over to the next phase of this, the Ted Lasso phase of Coffee with Casey. And we're going to talk about visibility on the market. Okay. So, so anyways, the bottom line is exposing a house using exclusive listings, in-house listings, off-market listings, great for realtors, great for buyers, terrible for sellers. So if you hear somebody tell you the virtues, any virtues of off-the-market stuff, forget about it. Get another realtor. I had one client that was terrified of anybody even walking in their house. They fumigated us as we walked in the house. Now, these are people 
that do not want exposure to a big market. They just want this thing sold. And I don't blame you. So we did put it on the market. Nobody could go in. We did expose, but, you know, it was very tough. And we had somebody said, look, I don't, you know, they came in with a contract was sold. So that's a very, very limited time that I would do something like that. But, and all in all, Compass believes in exclusive, um, um, you know, listings that they could show their own agents. That is a horrible, horrible idea for sellers. So anyways, let's get on to the Ted Lasso side. Let's talk about, for a second, let's talk about visibility in the marketplace. Visibility is everything. If I'm trying to determine what's going on in a market, I need visibility. Now, you know that we do, um, you know that we do market snapshots, which gives somebody a snapshot of how many homes are under contract, sold, active, coming soon, and now we're going to start putting in withdrawals because there's going to be a lot more withdrawals. So we have these snapshots and we do them by town and by price range. And you can get those at kcsampson.com by seeing market snapshot. Hit it. There's your town underneath. But something new this week that I think has given me even more visibility, which I need and my clients need. So let's talk about this. These are what's called the weekly updates. So this is what happened this week in the new home market in the last seven days, okay? Two have gone, two have, have uh, listed as sold. So now we know what the, the sales price is, right? So we know the sales price of these. This was at 1579, it went down. So this tells me how much it sold over a average sale, 343. Why is that? Mashy court is hot. Those lots are expensive. That is the place in Vienna to build and mashy court. So you got good, you know, you got a good builder, you've got a great lot. It's going to get a premium. Down here in Gibson Drive, well, that's one of the inset um, cul-de-sacs where maybe 10% of the homes have turned into new homes, not preferred. So that home is going to sell at less than the average because you have the quality of the builder the lot and the upgrades are going to dictate the final price. So one, great lot, great builder, great upgrades. One, not a good lot, so-so builder. And um, it's just, you're going to pay less if you get into that neighborhood, right? So Hillcrest is a brand new active that's just come on. You can see that. You've got two that have gone under contract in the last, uh, in the last couple of days, in the last week, and one that's withdrawn. So... Basically, you can look at this and say, we've had one withdrawal, one go active, no coming soons, two and two went under contract. Pretty good, right? Pretty stable. Now, look at this. This is why you're doing, this is why we're doing weekly updates, okay? Now, this is Vienna. This is all of Vienna. And let's look at what's happened the last seven days. That is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven coming soons. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine that have gone active, right? So you have nine activate. You had seven, right? Seven. So what does that tell you? And we only had in the last week two go under contract. So the week before, seven days ago, ah, it looks like pretty good, pretty good market right now. It just swung in seven days that 
You have whatever that is, 16 homes just came on the market and two went off the market. This withdrawal is going to grow and it's going to grow big time, right? But in this, in these things you can look at, and again, if you go to market snapshot, these weekly updates are the first thing you'll see. Vienna, Oakton, Centerville, Oak Hill, um, you know, Aldi, Haymarket, uh, Western Loudoun County, the markets that, that, you know, I have primary agents in. Um, and we'll get other agents for other areas. But for right now, these are the ones we cover. But you can look in Vienna and go, oh, my God, look at that inventory. Right. Visibility is everything. Now, over here, how you want to read this is you could see it should be nine. I don't know why it's it's uh, it's seven. I mean, this should be nine. I don't know why it's seven. But you can see the summaries of how big the houses are on average. What their what their assessment was, what the percentage of assessment was, how much they were over assessment, what the price per square. So you see all the information of what's happening in that market. A quick summary. But let's say over here, and again, I've got this house right here. Uh, where is it? Uh, Martineau. They're getting ready to go on the market, right? Okay. So. We look at the other houses that are going on the market, say they're going on at 126, 128, 103, 111, 130. So are these really competitors? This is us down here, 103. So this is, we're doing pretty good. The problem is, and, and again, you can't be, you really gotta do your homework here. This was elevated 200 or 28% over last year's assessment, which is wrong. Should only be up about, 10% or 11%. So this number is inflated, which gives us an inflation here. So we got to be careful about that. But that's the one we're going to drop to 1.3 and launch it at that. But my concern with launching it is I've got seven coming soon and nine actives, right? That have just come on the market. So, so even though, let's say we're well-priced and we look good, there's so many options available for buyers that it takes time for them to process. Well, why don't we go here? Why don't we go here? Why don't we go here? So more selection, even though it's overpriced, is still a problem, okay? So, so I think that if you're a buyer or if you're a seller or if you're an agent, this weekly update is critical. Now, Kevin and I can produce these in, in minutes. So we'll be doing it probably two or three times a week. So on our site at kcsampson.com, Market Snapshot, you'll see these right up top, weekly updates, Vienna, Oakton, and then um, you know have her put the dates that, that we updated them. But these will be within the last couple of days. And this is a seven-day snapshot that you're looking at, okay? So there's Vienna. So what do we know about Oakton? Well, uh, or Oak Hill. Well, two are coming soon, two, are, two went active and two went pending. So 33%. Pretty normal market. Nothing really exciting is going on. You can see everybody's coming on uh, at a pretty normal price other than this, this guy down here. That must have been one hell of a house because when they go in at 138, either the assessor is wrong or that is a Mac daddy of swimming pool and all the rest of that stuff in their house. So we look at all the summary. There's Oak Hill. There's Oakton. Not, now, imagine what we just looked at with Vienna right? Vienna had 25 houses coming in and off the boards. Very active market. Oakton, not so much. 
Then one house, one pending, one house, one active, no homes coming soon, and two went from pending to sold. So very inactive market. And again, if you're a buyer, there's not a lot of inventory out there that in Oakton, right? So you need to know there's not a lot of inventory in Oakton, but look at over at Vienna. Here's Haymarket, Johnny's out there. So, you know, Johnny G is out there and he's, he's the expert and doing a great job, but their market had one go under contract or one settled, one went under contract, right? Here's your pending, one went through, four came brand new active and two came brand new. So look what they've got, two, four, six, brand new homes just came on the market and only one went off the market. So 14% of the homes went under contract. What does that tell you? It tells you that if you're looking at a home in Haymarket, that might be a problem. You know, you've got, if you're looking for a home, you want to go into Haymarket because now you're going to have some inventory. And if you're selling a home, you need to be very cautious. Look, they're all at about 18, 19, uh, 120% of assessment. So they're all pretty close. So it's not like they're all, um, you know, 130, 140% of assessment. It's not like they're overpriced. These are well-priced homes. So all of these in here are all well-priced. Look, the sale is at 115, the under contract's at 116. And if you look at these guys right in here, the actives, they're at about 117. So well-priced. Look at the one that withdrew, 135% of assessment. He just was overpriced. They were asking too much. It is what it is. So, you know, you can assess when somebody says, well, how's the market? Well, in hay market, you just got a massive amount of inventory that came in, right? If that's two, four, six, six times the amount of homes came on the market that went under contract. Here's Centerville. Again, not a real active market. Uh, two coming soon, two active, uh, one a pending. And again, we can do this for any market. It doesn't matter. And, and if I'm going to talk to a seller in Alexandria, then I'm doing the Alexandria. I'm doing a market snapshot for Alexandria and I'm doing a what's happened in the last week so we know we can keep our finger on the market. When we're doing our predictive analysis and for you agents that are now following the predictive analysis model that I'm doing, you really need to do this prior to, prior to you figuring out, am I at the right price or not? And again, there's a big difference if you're launching a house in Oakton with one active listing or in Vienna where there's 16 active listings and, and coming soon, 16. So, you know, when somebody says, how's the market, which market are you talking about? Is it new homes? Is it, is it Vienna? Is it Oakton? Is it Oak Hill? Is it Centerville? And then, and I'll take you on here in a second as soon as I'm done with this practice, but this is, this is the newest, latest update you can get. It's called a weekly update for that first week. Let's go out to see Ferris. Ferris is out in Aldi. He specializes in Willowsford, right? So let's look at Aldi. Now, remember, Aldi was at 90, 95% of their homes were selling, you know, quickly, right? They were selling very quickly. Remember how I showed you the chart that as the summer goes on, the, the success rate goes down and the amount of withdrawals goes up. Remember I said that? 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven are coming on the market. One went under contract. So one's on the con one came under contract to, to every seven that came on the market and two withdrew. So more houses withdrew in Aldi in the last seven days that went under contract. So, you know, if you come over here and look, is it price or condition? I mean, if, if the average uh, contract is 111 and the average group that's coming on the market is 128 and the average uh, withdrawal is 130, well, what does that tell you? They're really, as a group, as a group now, they're coming on a little, a little hot, a little high, right? And again, prices went like this, but in the summer they go like that. And what happens is these people are anticipating this when the market went like that. Now this is the this is the point where markets separate, and now we separate the really smart realtors and sellers from the people that are just saying, what do you want to sell it at? 1.25 million, I'm all good with that. Let's do it. I don't have a listing. Let's get this sucker rolling. Remember, realtors make money listing homes. I believe they make money when they sell homes, right? Not when you list them, but when you sell them. So I'm not interested in getting listings. I'm interested in selling whatever listings we have. That's the main point. So if we look over here in Aldi and somebody asks you what's going on, well, you know, out here, seven are coming on the market. One one under contract. So you better be very cautious. You better have some concerns if you're going on the market. And Ferris, when he's talking to his sellers about pricing, has got to have this information saying, we can't come out at 126 because that's not working, right? We need to come out somewhere in the teens. We need to get out there in the teens. We need to be very thoughtful about where we put this house on the market. So this is where you go to the KC Sampson team. Market snapshot is right here. Just hit that word market snapshot and it'll take you to this page. This is the Vienna one that you just saw. These are all of the sites that you've just seen, right? There's Haymarket, Western Loudoun County and all of that stuff. Now, if you wanna get into a specific, specific price range, and we update these on Friday, this is what that looks like, right? So between a million five and two million, you've got this many on the market, six, seven, and you've got six pendings. Pretty dang stable market. You look at these, you know, what's on the market, what's, what's not sell, like Tapawinga already told you, this thing is like wacko high. This one's wacko high. So look at how high they are. So basically, all of these that are on the market, if I was going to come on the, the market with a with something in the 1.5 to $2 million range, am I concerned that there's seven houses active? Hell no. Look at how high they all are. They're all way overpriced. Look at how many days on the market. What have I told you? If you don't sell in the first 96, you got a real problem. You're looking at a property that's going to have one buyer. It's going to have one home inspection. If they kick out, you're screwed, and they're going to beat you up if you get beyond that 96. That's why you need to have multiple buyers in that pool. So if all of our homes that we sell are under in that first six days, 
what are these guys thinking? Now, where do you think they're all headed? Remember how I said that uh, only 50% of them are going to sell and 50% of them are not going to sell? 50% sold, 50%, most of these are going to withdraw unsold. Bank on it. They did it wrong. They overpriced it. They're way overpriced, way overpriced. And they're just going to sit. So anyways, if you look down at the pendings, they're all in the teens. They got two that are actually wonderful house. Oh, by the way, this one on Annie's way, that's our listing. So we sold our listing at 137% of assessment, higher than anybody, right? But you know where we started? I don't know if you can see it. That's actually, we didn't start at 1.5. We started at 1.4. I changed it to 1.5 after we got a contract for 1.53. So we just settled on 1.53. That'll be changed over here this week. Um, so it's going to be even higher than that number. But we started at 1.4. Seller wanted to start at 1.45, but it didn't test well. It did not test well. So we dropped it to, to uh, 1.4. Sure enough, plenty of contracts, multiple contracts, 130 over list price, no home inspection, seller's happy and away we go. So is this a crisis market right now? Hell no. It's actually a seller's market because look, these guys are all overpriced. So how many effective listings do I have in that price range? Zero. Actually, I just slipped back into old Casey Sampson and out of the Ted Lasso thing. We should go back to Ted Lasso. So anyways, it's a great time to sell if you're in this market, right? So don't be worried about those houses that are all overpriced and just sitting on the market, clogging it up. So anyways, that's a look at, let me get you out of here. That's a look at the visibility that people need to have in a market. You look at what's happened in the last week, overall what the market looks like, and again, our market snapshots go out on Friday afternoon. Kevin and I produce them in the morning. Julie gets them up posted by, by early afternoon. And that lets you know really where, where the whole market is. But if you want to know what the, first, what the last seven days have produced, in other words, look into the future, the coming soon of the coming soons, that's what you want to look at. You really want to get in those first seven days, crack it. And again, we've got partners, agents, team members in Aldi, in Kmarket, in Centerville, you know, and all that. And we will, we will build up. We'll get a partner that out in Ashburn. We'll get a partner in certain areas around here. And we'll start building this out so you can have more visibility in your markets today. My name is Casey Sampson. You've been listening to Coffee with Casey. Thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate that. I've had a lot of great comments after last week's show. And last week's show was about reverse mentoring. So I'm going to bring that up one more time. I've got two minutes. Reverse mentoring is the old people with their experience getting mentored by young people that have all the new technology at their hands. They're used to it. We're not. So our team is combined of older people that have a lot of experience and younger people that bring new technology, new techniques, um, new ways of, of communicating with the public. You know, so the reverse mentoring is the older people need to listen to the younger people just as much as they're listening to us. So if you're young, 
respect the old and what what they know, what market knowledge they have. And if you're older, you need to respect the young and you need to team up with somebody that could talk about the new technology and the new communication techniques and how you present things. Um, and, and it really should be a team. I mean, we need a team. We can't do it ourselves. Um, you know, I could, I would be paralyzed, paralyzed if I didn't have an incredible team surrounding me. So my name is Casey Sampson. If you need me throughout the week, I'm at 703-508-2535. My email is Casey at CaseySampson.com. To look at everything I've been talking about today, go to CaseySampson.com and you'll see the market snapshot. Click the button and you're one click away from finding out what your market is doing in the last seven days and then what the entire market is doing in your price range. See you again next week on Coffee with Casey. Bye now.